All right. Welcome, everyone, to the third episode of the MOOCcast. I'm Steve. I'm the person in charge of this. So, hmm. Just kidding. Just kidding. Not that imp- it's not that big of a deal. So, wanted to say hi to everybody. And um, sorry it's a little later than normal. Normally, I said I was going to go on at 8 o'clock. But I uh, got a little caught up with things. So, it happens. So, I wanted to... Wanted to be the, kind of wanted to be a little earlier, but you know, it is what it is. So, I had a lot more emails this time. I got a lot of interesting feedback. We'll say we'll call it interesting feedback. Uh, it kind of, I in my um, in my post on Facebook about it. Um, a lot of questions about. Who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. A lot of questions about baseball since baseball is kind of more my thing. Um, and somebody said to give a story from uh, working in the webcam industry. That's what they're here for. And um, so I'll talk about that a little bit. One of my favorite, one of my first kind of crazy, crazy things working in the webcam industry. My first show. So I'll talk a little bit about that. Um Talk about video games again. I actually played more of Cyberpunk. And I actually started playing two other games which are kind of older. But kind of works with what I like. So that is what it is. Um, Also, not, not anything that's important. But I apparently started growing magic mushrooms. Psilocybin mushrooms by accident. Didn't try to grow them. In my little garden where I'm growing tomatoes and tomatoes, peppers, and tomatoes, jalapenos, and bell peppers. So I had them start growing just randomly. We've been getting a lot of rain here in Medellin. So um, yeah, I've been growing those. So for those of you that don't know and don't know me very well, I am deathly allergic to mushrooms. Like my throat closes if I eat them. That's the kind of allergies I have to mushrooms. So that is unfortunate and very 2020 for me to have the one drug that I'm, I really want to try mushrooms. I really do, but I can't because I'm allergic to them. And they now grow freely in my garden. Great times. Thanks. Thanks, God. Thanks for that. So... Let's just get right into the meat of what's going on here. First things first, I wanted to say I hope you had a happy Christmas, a Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, or whatever else that it is that you celebrate. Festivus for the rest of us, whatever. Whatever you celebrate, I hope it was pretty awesome. Hope you had uh, time to spend with your family, even if it was only over Zoom. I got to have a small little Zoom chat with family members that was that was nice but it was over zoom so you know it we did what we could it's okay so i hope everybody had a good time everybody was healthy happy and everything so i hope that that hope that works for what your holidays were like got a couple more days till the new year's holiday and here so I don't know how it is. I know in California there's a slight lockdown or there's a slight quarantine. 
But here, the way that the quarantine works, we're at, we're on lockdown again. It's not real lockdown like the first time when um, in March we had like a solid lockdown. Our lockdown was like we could only go out one time per week to get groceries. One, I think one or two times per week to go get groceries. It was it was pretty intense. So we're not to that point. Uh, we can go every other day to go out, and it's only between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. So they don't want people outside and all that stuff. Uh, but so the what people here have done, and I think that it probably should be the same in the U.S., I don't know why it's not, to be honest, is it's based on the last number of your government ID. So I get to cheat a little bit and I can use my passport, which is an odd number. And my Colombian ID is a zero, which is considered an even number based on that. So I can still go out every day, but I really, I don't every day. I do. I get to go out. Oh, the other thing is if you have a pet, like I have a dog with me now and he and I get to go out whenever we can go out pretty much anytime we like. So if I have a dog, I can walk around and do all that. But I can't go in any stores or anything. So it is what it is. No big deal. But yeah, that's kind of where we are right now. So and I guess that's what we're going to have on on um, New Year's Day as well or New Year's Eve. It's going to be kind of the same lockdown type of thing. Which, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Nothing good happens on New Year's. Last year was a, I had a good time with some friends, but um, it was in the, in the apartment building that I lived in at the time. So it's not a big deal. There's no reason to really have to leave. So yeah, but I hope everybody is staying safe. That's a big deal right now. Um, if you can get the, get the, um, if you can, I'm not even gonna talk about the, the vaccine. Fuck that. No politics, none of that shit. I'm not playing that game here, so um, I want to I want to start because start with um, the I want to start with uh, Cyberpunk because I played Cyberpunk a little bit more, and to be honest, I was harsh on it, and I think it's for good reason. I played it more la this last week, including a considerable amount on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and. I was hoping the game would grow on me, but the truth is, it's fucking trash. Right now, it's just trash. It's absolute shit. And I actually deleted it from my PS4. It's it just it's not good. There's it's so it feels like playing uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 on the PS3. It feels really cheap. It feels like it's half done. Like you're playing a like a beta game. Like, you're not playing a real release. It sucks. So I deleted it. And um, on my computer, I actually started playing Civ Six, which, um, yeah, interesting going back to play that again. But I'm also playing, um, in addition to playing Civ, Civ Six, I'm also playing City Skyline again. So, you know, just I like building things, apparently. Kind of my thing, I guess. So it, I'm having a good time playing both of those, and um, it's good. I'm, you know, I'm pretty happy with that. But I never thought I'd go back to playing Civ Six again. But you know, sometimes you take a break from a game and it gets better with new DLCs and stuff like that. 
I'm hoping that's what happens with Cyberpunk, but and I have no I have no hope for that game. I really don't. I think it's it's not a terrible game, but it was so hyped that anything less than perfect with that game is just it's not going to be fun. It's going to be a disappointment. And that game is a massive disappointment, sadly. So that is what it is. You know, who cares? It's Here's the problem with hyping up a game like that. is It happened with Diablo. Diablo was hyped up 15 years ago. It, or 10, 12, 10 to 15 years ago. It was super hyped. Diablo 3. Everybody wanted the game. It was a big deal. But it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And, but for better or for worse, the anticipation grew. It got more. People wanted to see it more and more and more. But the problem is, is that it's... When it comes out, if it's underwhelming, like Diablo 3 was, and now Cyberpunk is, nobody's going to fucking want to play the game. It's going to be a disappointment. Even if it's a okay, or even if it's a good game, it's not going to live up to the hype. And it's going to... F- nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to give a shit. And that's what's happening with Cyberpunk, unfortunately. But, good luck to those guys. So, yeah, that's it with the video game stuff. Oh, I, I finally passed the first of the, the Cayo Perico um, heists on GTA 5. That was GTA 5 Online. That was interesting. It was definitely hard, but doing the mission solo was... It was tough, but I got through it. And I also figured out a lot of ways that I can, uh, I can do better with it, so... As people say, when they want they want to be feel inferior, uh, superior to you and make you feel inferior, they say be better. So I'm gonna have to be better at this. So uh, yeah, that was that's the video game world right now. Uh, nothing really interesting on on uh, Netflix. What's this that uh, Death to 2020 thing? And I was wildly bored by it. I thought I was gonna like it. Because it's a mockumentary. There's a few funny lines in it. Uh, the funniest line for me, and I'm going to not do a good job with it because I'm not Leslie Jones. But she had the best line in the whole thing. When she said the first presidential debate was like a rap battle in a senior center. <laughs> going back and watch, going back and thinking about that, that is spot on. 100% what it was. Pretty badass. She, she crushed it. So... Yeah, that that was uh, that was that. I did watch the the Wilds on on um, Amazon Prime TV. That was really good. Kind of a Lord of the Flies type of thing, but with a uh, the evil corporate twist. Pretty awesome. If you have not seen that, definitely see it. It's pretty it's pretty rad. Um, there's a there's a pretty deep feminist twist to it. Um, where they're, you know, they try and they try and uh, say that that the men are the reason the world's bad, and they're gonna try this this uh, feminist, this uh, female centric new world, and it it just it doesn't work. It just it doesn't work for better or for worse. It's it's well done though. They did a pretty good job writing it. It's a good concept as well. So I definitely recommend that if you haven't seen it. So it's worth it's worth watching by the second episode. Uh, you'll be pretty in, pretty enthralled with it, I think. So give it give it at least two episodes, and you'll you'll be happy. 
So yeah, there's that's the uh, that's the catch up of things been going on. Um, in addition, I got a lot of questions about baseball stuff. Um, so, oh, and I do have. I have allergies that are just going haywire still. I know they were last week too, but they're still going crazy. So um, I don't have coronavirus. I'm, I tasted very spicy food today, so I'm good. And I can smell, I can smell myself right now. Yeah, I didn't shower this morning. Sue me. So I'm fine, but I do have allergies. So if I'm sniffling a little bit, it will happen. Um, so. Um, I got a lot of questions about who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I got four questions, actually, from four different people about who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. That's a tough, tough thing. I can't really predict it right now. The, the teams that I think are going to win are both NFC teams. And I know everybody, everybody wants the Chiefs to win, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think they got their title. I think the uh, the NFL can't. Um, how do I nicely say it? They can't turn their heads, and they can't turn away and let holding happen on the play of the game twice. Three t- three different people getting held. The, the changing play of the game. Uh, they can't they can't keep doing that. Plus, I think the team that I'm gonna pick is probably going to be the Packers, and. As many calls as came, as many calls as were given to Kansas City in the Super Bowl last year, Green Bay gets more than they do. So I think it's going to be Green Bay winning. Those guys are just on fire. They took they took that offense that Kyle Shanahan ran last year, and they've cranked it up. They put that's basically that that 49ers game offense running game and everything from last year with Aaron Rodgers running it so not nothing against Jimmy G but it's not Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is a beast he's all he's one of the best quarterbacks in the past 25 years we got to give it to Tom Brady but Aaron Rodgers right behind that so my pick is, I think either it's going to be the Packers or it's going to be the Saints. Those are my two teams that I think are going to win, either the Packers or the Saints. Um, the rest of the teams, there's nothing that really jumps out. Seattle, it just they're, they're not that good. They're just not. They're really not that good. Uh, their defense is sus at best. I mean, it's suspect at best. Not, nothing special. The teams, the Seattle teams that made it to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl were built on defense. I love Russell Wilson. He's, he's definitely the biggest game-changer quarterback in the NFL. But he can't do it all himself. He can't run out and play defense as well. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, that is... So I think that it's going to be either... It's conti- I have a contingency built into this. If Drew Brees comes back and plays like Drew Brees, I think the Saints are going to do it. But if he doesn't, I think it'll be the Packers. Either way, that'll be the NFC Championship game. And the NFC Championship game will really end up being the real Super Bowl because the 
I don't know, you know. I'm just not, honestly speaking, I'm not sold on Kansas City. I'm not sold on their defense. They've Their offense is great. It's very good. But I, I don't know, man. Green Bay has both sides of the ball firing hard right now. So as does, even with Taysom Hill, the Saints still are a great team. So those are my two picks. Um, contingent on Drew Brees and how he comes back. That'll be the big thing. Um, yeah, so those are my two picks. It's not going to be, I'm sorry, Dolphins fans. I'm sorry, KC fans. This is not going to happen. Sorry. It's not there. Yeah. And the Niners aren't going to be there, so, you know. Heart's broken a little bit with that. But it's okay. It's okay. Injuries and all that stuff. Next year will be a weird year. Like salary cap and all that crap happening. So we'll see what happens. Let's just get through the playoffs here first. So uh, the NBA started up and the my team, the Warriors, took two ass whoopings back to back against uh, Giannis. Well, first against KD and the East super team, Brooklyn. They look like a super team. And um, Giannis and Milwaukee just laid the wood to the Warriors. But there is, there's a lot of good news. You know, Steph is starting to shoot good again. He's starting to be back to normal. Dude made 105 threes in a row in practice. Granted, not in a game. But I think he's going to get back. It's just everybody writing him off and saying he's trash and all that. I've, heard, I've actually heard people say he's soft, he's trash. He's done. He should just retire. Calm yourselves. Calm yourselves. You won a championship. And uh, yeah, just calm calm down. Relax. Yeah. So uh, I got a lot of questions about baseball, but then some crazy shits happened in the last couple days. Uh, being a Giants fan, I'm always kind of interested what happens in the NL West. And... I don't know if how Dodgers fans feel about it, but San Diego is pushing all their chips in the middle, man. They are going all in this year. First, they traded for Blake Snell, who, let's face it, Tampa Bay has given up on him early before. So I think it was a dumb trade for them. I don't think that either of the prospects that they that they got back in return are going to be anything. And... Then, yesterday, or is it today? It was today, this morning. Uh, Hugh Darvish was announced to be a Padre now too. And they gave, up, they gave up a few pretty good prospects as well. So, San Diego, kind of everybody's darling team of last year. They are tooling up for something big. So, I don't know. I mean, for, for the Giants, we were... We were a game out of first, a game out of going to the playoffs and that extended playoff thing, so we're not we're a few years away from contending at this point. But um, everybody, sh- everybody in the NL West should be pretty fucking nervous about the Padres because you know they have a really good young team and um, they're making some pretty splashy moves. So. If, uh, if you're a fan of the Giants, Dodgers, 
or maybe the Rockies, maybe the D-backs, any, well, let's say anybody, anybody in the NL West should be fucking nervous about what San Diego's doing. They are not fucking around. I mean, say what you want about how they finish the year, but they are, they're really pushing hard to fix the flaws that they had, which hard to say starting pitching was the big flaw last year. Uh, but they were exposed in the playoffs, so maybe so. But getting Blake Snell and like the prime of his career and fresh off going to the World Series, and then even if he's what 36, you Darvish still was really good last year. So man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Everybody that's talking shit about about the uh, the Padres, especially the Dodger fans, and you won your chip. Shut the fuck up. Come on. You won your you won your championship. You bought you bought it with Mookie Betts. Get it. Everybody has to do it to win. Um, not everybody, but you know, after eight years, you got one. Nine years. Congrats, douchebags. Um, yeah, so everybody should be really nervous about about the Padres. They're good young team, and they looked like they're going to be good for a long time. Their owner is spending some fucking money right now, just putting that, writing them checks, writing them big checks. Good for them. They don't give a fuck about about no revenue coming in. That's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I got a bunch of baseball questions. So, uh, somebody asked what I thought of the playoffs last year, and if I thought the structure was good. Actually, I really liked it. I don't think it works after a full season. I think it's too much baseball. But for what we had and what we were working with, I think it was really good. We did get to see a lot of teams which historically wouldn't have made the playoffs getting a chance in there. Uh, and so it made it made things interesting. It made the it made the playoff rounds interesting. Definitely made it feel more like the NFL playoffs, uh, which are I think the NFL playoffs are the best ones. Uh, mostly because you get really good matchups, but also there's a lot more teams that get to make it. So a lot more teams get chances at it. So um, moving forward, I don't like it. Moving you know going back to 162 game season. I don't like it. I think it's going to be too long. It'll be the middle of November by the time that the World Series ends. If it, you know, worst case scenario would be middle of November. And that's just not good. There's too much weather stuff involved. And um, having, the, having the games played in a neutral site was kind of the shits. It sucked. And sorry, let me move there. It did suck as much as, as much as I hated watching the Dodgers celebrate for them, for the players, it would have been better for them to celebrate on their home park, their home turf. But I understand they did major league baseball did what it had to do. So I get it. I get it. They had, they did what they had to no biggie, but man, I don't know. It, It was nice. It was nice being, seeing a bunch of teams go in and, even if there were teams that, you know, moderately deserved to go, I think the Giants face, let's face facts, they had a really surprising year, but that wasn't a one game out of the playoffs team. That was a, huh, 
that was a let's we want to finish with a moral victory. Being 500 is a moral victory, especially with you know what they're working with, um, which I'm proud of the way that they 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 kept going, man. They never gave up. There are a few games in there that uh, maybe the games that Trevor got blew against the A's, we'll say, or the other couple the oh the games in the games in Anaheim, the couple games that were blown in Anaheim, um, yeah that that really that hurt that that shows a young team though, so yeah I'm pretty I'm happy with uh, with Gossman coming back he had a really solid year so it's a good thing. Uh, the other question I got four questions about was, do I like the designated hitter in the National League? If you would have asked me this last year or a year ago or before all of this, um, before all of the COVID and just nonsense that happened, if if you'd have asked me, what do you think of the National League having a designated hitter? I'd have told you to go fuck yourself. Really. Get out of here. It's bullshit. Let the, let the, let the American League teams have that. But I'm going to say, after having it in the National League this last year, it grew on me. It really, really grew on me. So I am I, am I going to be... The, uh, the non-traditional guy here, or the Mr. Am I going to be Mr. Changes? Not, not completely, but uh, I think that the National League should have the designated hitter. I think the DH is necessary. Uh, the pace of play was a great thing. The pace of play was really good. And at first I hated, I'm going to say it, I hated the minimum batter rule, but it really did expedite games. And let's face it, if there's if there's a left, right, left, or right, left, right, you might have three pitching changes in the middle there. And that can honestly, that's gonna give you like an like an inning that's 35 minutes long or 40 minutes long. Who in the fuck has time for that? Let's let's be honest. Who has time for that nonsense? I don't know of anybody that does. I didn't, and I liked the pace of play changes as well. Uh, those are the two big ones that I think I liked. The DH was really nice. That was a great thing. Um, another thing which is uh, strictly Giants related is they closed off the the uh, the fence the place in the in the right field where they close off those areas where people can view the game for free. And dude, the ball hits, the ball jumps so much better. Uh, shit, I think that, I know everyone's gonna hate me for saying this, but I think Barry Bonds would have hit 75 home runs in 2002 if, they clo if that was closed in because the park plays so much more alive with those closed up much much bigger difference hey with that happening in the smaller park i think that now the giants might be able to go out and get well, maybe not get but at least compete for some bigger hitters uh, 
Not that that's what the team's built around. It's not. The team is built around the whole the whole team thing. So, uh, I mean, it's not a bad thing. I'm not going to complain. Don't get me wrong. But that's that made the that made it play much differently. So I was a big fan of that. And closing and making the park smaller out in Triples Alley was not a bad thing either. So this is a good year to test things in baseball. And there are some things I hated. Some things just made me crazy. But then at the same time, I think the pace of play stuff, I think the, um, the pace of play in the DH in the National League, that shit should stay in place. The, over, the, um, the extra innings rule was stupid. Just fucking stupid. I think that it's absolutely dumb and it's going to inflate stats for fucking nothing. It will make extra inning games shorter, but with a full 162 game season, there's not that condensed feel like there was this year. So there's no need for that shit. And I will be very upset if that finds its way into Major League Baseball at any point. If it does, I'm not going to be happy. Not that Major League Baseball is going to genuinely give a shit what I feel like, but I won't. I'm not happy with. You know, I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with the way that that went down. I didn't like it, and I'll never like it. Never in my life am I going to fucking like that put a runner on second to start the inning. That's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Come on now. So, yeah, good times. Um, the other thing I kind of teased at the beginning is uh, here in Medellin, we've had a solid week of rain. Pretty harsh rain. It... And when I say rain, uh, I've never seen rain in my life like I've seen since I've lived here. The rain here is on a it's on another level completely. It just it's so intense. When it rains, it rains so hard that it it doesn't hurt, but it feels like hail hitting your skin. It's no joke, no bullshitting. Uh, that is definitely it's definitely something that you you know. It's something that you have to get to contend with if you want to go outside. And it can be sunny one minute and literally 10 seconds later, storming to the point where if you walk out across the street, you're going to be soaking wet. So that's all an elaborate setup to two days ago on Sunday, I went outside to kind of check. I have a planter out on my balcony, which has... Um, I'm growing tomatoes, I'm growing cayenne, jalapeno, and I'm also growing bell peppers in there. So I have this array of different fruit, uh, vegetables, no fruits, but I look, I guess tomatoes technically a, a fruit, but whatever. I look inside and there's a mushroom. Oh my gosh, shit. So I'm allergic to mushrooms, so I go and get some, I go and get gloves, pick this thing out, and I look at it and I'm like, that thing looks suspiciously like a psilocybin mushroom. So, I said, okay, I'm gonna put it out. I put it in my kitchen and let it dry on a piece of, uh, on a piece of uh, paper towel. And it had like a greenish hint, greenish hue from where the, the cap was. So I called a friend in the, who was a botanist here and I said, hey man, um, I found these mushrooms and I think they look like Liberty Cap psilocybin mushrooms. Um, can you tell me if they are? 
So I said, yeah, take a picture of them. Send me a picture. So I take a picture of these damn things. And um, he says, hey, I'll, I'll be over to your house in 20 minutes. Let's look at these things. They think they are. So he came over and he looked at the towel where I was drawing them. Because there were two of them. So I picked both of them, put them on there. And he said, dude, these are definitely Liberty Cap psilocybin mushrooms. It's like, can I have these? I'm like, fuck am I going to do with them? Can't eat them. So he was stoked. He was super happy about it. Uh, I'm not because it's the one, it's the one drug I want to try. Like I said earlier, it's the one drug that I'm dying to try, but I can't do it. So he said, show me where they were growing. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So I go out there and I'm not kidding. There were at least 12 of them that had grown in that space. Like, what the fuck? This is, so this soil came from a friend's farm up in the mountains here. And he said, where did you get this soil from? I told him and he said, okay, can you find out if it was from a pasture, if it was from the front or where it was from? You know, it's some weird area. So I called my friend, I sent him a text, said, hey, where did that, where did that planter soil that you gave me come from? And he said, oh, it came from my sheep pasture. We have sheep out there. So I told my friend, he's like, yeah, dude, those are psilocybin mushrooms. So he picked all 12 of them and he took them home with him, pulled them out. I came out this morning and there were six more mushrooms. I'm like, shit, I guess I'm getting through this pandemic. You know, I'm getting through this pandemic by selling mushrooms. <laughs> So I'm going to start selling. I'm not going to sell mushrooms. That's bad. That's a bad thing to do. You know, the, the financing for Game With Me may have fell through, but I'm going to finance it with mushroom sales out of my little, little planter box. It's not going to happen. But it's it was interesting, man. I've never, I never expected to have that. And I've had that planter box for almost eight months now, and I've never once... And I've had the soil for about six months. And I've never once had mushrooms grow out of there. So I think that because it's so wet and the soil is literally not drying because we don't have enough sun to dry the soil out. So he said that is exactly what Liberty Cap mushrooms grow in. They grow in places where there's damp. They grow where there may have been feces at some point, uh, specifically from sheep or goats. It's a big thing, apparently. And a place where animals aren't going to walk or humans aren't going to walk. And nobody's walking in my, in my little planter box. So it's like the perfect storm, apparently. So I am, I guess, a mushroom farmer. Who knows? But at this rate, I'll have more mushrooms than I'll know what to do with. Magic mushrooms than I'll know what to do with by this time next week if it keeps up. The other thing is I can't keep it. There can't be any sunlight on them either. So if there's sunlight, they wither out and dry. But now I have, I literally have like six mushrooms dried here waiting for anybody. So if you want mushrooms, get your ass on down to Medellin and you can have some mushrooms. Or if you're somebody I know that's here and you want mushrooms, uh, hit me up. Let me know. I got you covered. So yeah, that's the uh, that's kind of the update. Um, 
I had, you know, like I said, I spent spent time, family and all that stuff over the last few days. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about pretty excited about everything going that's happening, kind of the New Year stuff. I'm not that I'm not gonna play that New Year New Me. Well, I'm gonna be a basic bitch and New Year New Me. Get the fuck out of here. You think that if you think it's gonna be any different, the first day of January. Versus the last day of December, you're a fucking idiot. Just go fuck yourself. Come on, get out of here with that bullshit. So yeah, but I'm excited. I I get to actually go out and hang out with some friends on on um, on the 31st. We're gonna be very cautious, and we're gonna. It's only gonna be a few people, but we'll drink some booze and get lit and go do our thing. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um. Yeah, so that's the that's kind of the update. I did have a request about people wanted to hear some crazy stuff that's happened from the webcam world. Uh, I could talk about that. I uh, might. So I worked for a company for. I'm not going to say the name of the company. If you know me, you know who it is. I uh, worked for the company for. A solid eight years and the support team and doing all of that stuff but then I got a promotion I kind of forced my boss's hand I yeah it's kind of a long story but I forced my boss's hand to give me a promotion and he did so one of the the perks of the promotion was as I got to go to AVN that year and if you don't know what AVN is it's the big adult show and uh, it's super cool it's it's cool but it is a lot of work like I was uh, I was I knew there was gonna be a lot of work and even Courtney said it's gonna be a lot of work but and I, I believed her but I wasn't ready for the amount of work that it actually was it was like oh my god we are trying to do all of this cool stuff and compete with all of these other companies but with a small budget and just was straight up hustle straight hustle and it was good the only one thing that we did is earlier the earlier in the year my boss had um, kind of did a little bit of a not sideways thing it wasn't you know it wasn't dishonest or anything but he was a part sponsor the company we were part sponsors of a show that one of our exclusive models was having at after the, at the last on the last day of AVN. So we were all tired and just beat up after 3 days of running and being on our feet 15 hours a day, you know, doing all that good stuff. It was it's a lot of work. It's definitely a, it's a lot of coordination and a lot of that stuff. Um actually that was the year uh Farah from What's that? Whatever that show is, my teen, a teen mom, she was there having a. She was there. She was trying to promote her own cam site, uh, like Cam with Farah or Friends with Farah, something like some bullshit like that. So earlier in the year, she had, um, she had accused somebody of raping her because she did a a porn movie with him. And she said that he raped her 
And it's ridiculous. That was a ridiculous call, a ridiculous thing. That is one of the reasons that believe all women, you can't say all, because there's people like that twat out there. So I'm literally five feet from her. I see her, she's, she's smiling at me and trying to schmooze and all this stuff. And I called, I said, you're a fucking cunt. Turn around and don't look at me. Don't look at me, you fucking cunt. Oh, I was, it was brutal, I know. But while I was doing that, I had my phone like this because I was, I was kind of using, I was not really using it, but I was holding it. And um, so I turned the camera on and I took a picture of myself, not of myself, but I took a picture of her response, which was like, like surprised, like, how dare this person I don't know call me a cunt? So she has no idea why I did, but that was, I thought, ha, ha, this is the greatest moment of my life. That was before the, the, uh, the show, the, well, not the show, that was before the party, the after party. Um, so back to my boss and his, uh, what he did. So he basically sponsored this party where there were going to be a bunch of, a bunch of models, a bunch of webcam models and a bunch of their highest paying members who paid as much as $5,000 for a ticket to this thing, to this little gathering party thing. Um, yeah, so this is, oh, I should have probably said this before, but it from here on out, it gets pretty not safe for work. So um, if you're watching this on Facebook, um, yeah, it's going to get a little bit, a little bit raunchy here. A little bit, tiny bit. Still a gentleman, but it's going to get a little raunchy, a little bit. So basically we were staying at the Hard Rock and we had to switch over from the Hard Rock to the Palms, which is on the complete other side of town. If you've been to Vegas and you know this, that was a undertaking for us to take six people and bring them over from one hotel to the other. And at the end, my, uh, my boss who, let's see, they gave away, um, my, one of my friend Courtney, they gave away her room. So my boss gave his room to her. And I said, I have two beds in mine. You can, you're welcome to stay in mine, no big deal. So that's the way it worked. He, he and I shared, a, we shared a room and um, she had her own because he's a gentleman. He's a real gentleman, not so gentleman. He's a good guy. So we had some time, we went and had dinner, we waited, we got all dressed and we're, we went up to this, we went and I, I knew that we had the, the big suite, but I didn't know it was called the Hugh Hefner suite. So if you, if you have been to the Hugh Hefner suite, you, I'm gonna give a little little rundown. So, sorry if I bore you with this. That is the that is the nicest suite I've seen of any hotel. It was freaking incredible. It has two different two stories. It's gigantic. It has a big, huge L-shaped bar. But the coolest part, which we couldn't partake in, for better or for worse, is it has a big pool, like a swim-out pool, which is clear. So it looks like you're swimming out over the palms. It is. Badass. We couldn't because we were all dressed nice because you know we were you know we were doing our thing for the company. So 
we did we had a plan that we were going to have two of two of our models do a special show from there and that was kind of our plan uh the internet wasn't really cooperating as much so we cut it a little bit short and we went out and we had a few spectators a few of the girls that had come to the booth one of them was this very attractive red-headed russian girl who i'm not going to say her name but i think she knows who she is uh yeah so she was we all started talking and we were starting to pack everything up we got everything packed ready to go back to our room when the party was over so this girl grabs grabs me goes to everybody else that i'm working with and says can i steal him for a little while and courtney i remember her face was the one I remember the most. She's like, mm-hmm. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. All right. Not fuck in a bad way, but in a great way. So we are, we go downstairs and her and I start drinking vodka Red Bulls. Bad idea. For the record, never, ever, 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 ever drink vodka with a Russian because they have a tolerance that you can't understand. So, and I had, we'd eaten earlier, but I hadn't eaten enough. So I got liquored up fairly quickly. And yeah, so. The, uh, we were at the bar with there were a bunch of webcam models around and she's you know she's around going around introducing me to everybody the all these all these members that are like oh which which site are you a member of i mean and i i remember one of the guys is like oh which model are you here with i'm like dude i'm here with a cam site i'm not here with a model so it was kind of weird there were there are a lot of real, there were quite a few cool guys guys that you can talk to about anything just really intelligent dudes but there were some that were um, how do I nicely say creepy? They're fucking creepy, really creepy. Like I felt like they were going to rape somebody. And if I was the last person in the room, they would try and rape me. It just, it felt weird. It was just not, not good at all. So this girl says, Hey, do you want to explore this, the mansion? I haven't got to see it yet. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go explore the mansion. Famous last words. She had been staying in the fucking, she'd been staying there in that, in that hotel, in that room, that suite for the past five days. So she knew it completely. I was set up. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the setup. Uh, yeah, so the first room we go in, she's showing, oh, this is, I think this is where the girls are sleeping. There are a bunch of girls and there's, you know, topless girls and they're like, hey, how's it going? Everybody's relaxed and comfortable and happy and oh, okay. And then she said, what about this room? And she opens the door and it's a massage room. It's like a full on, like something you'd see at a really high end massage place. I'm like, oh, this is nice. And she says, do you want me to give you a massage? I'm like, of course I want you to give me a massage. Who says no to a massage? Especially from a, a tall, beautiful Russian girl. You say yes. You don't say no. So she's giving me a massage and while she's giving me the massage, things start to escalate. You know, she says, why don't you take your shirt off so I can give you a massage with this oil? And then it's, 
oh, I'm going to take my shirt off too so you can give me a massage. Okay. And I think you know where it's going. And it does go there. It ends up with um, we are fornicating rather aggressively because I'm a little intoxicated. And things are going well until the door opens. And I not being, I being a rookie at all of this stuff, forgot to lock the door. And who walks in the door? But my boss. And I, at that moment, I didn't freeze like a deer in headlights as I thought I would. I thought I would freeze up and just be like, eh. but no, it's, oh, well, that is what it is. And um, the line she said was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. She just looks up and says, can I help you? <laughs> and I just remember it was just deadpan, completely straight-faced Russian girl, Russian accent. Can I help you? Oh, my God. And he just says, nope, that's okay. I will talk to you. I'll talk to you on uh, on Monday. Okay. And then uh, she shuts. he shuts the door, gives me a little smirk when he leaves. Like, ah, oh, shit. So gives me the smirk. He leaves. And she says, do you know that guy? And I was like, yeah, dude, that's my boss. And she's like, well, at least you have fun tonight. So I think even she was expecting me to get fired. So, yeah, we um, the the night ends, the 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 uh, fornication ends. Then the night ends, and we go down and we're eating dinner. And while we're eating dinner, she's we're texting each other, and um, you know normal stuff, normal like I had a great time. Thanks, you know. Add me on add me on Instagram. Add me on this. So that way when I go back home, we can still cut, we can talk and communicate and send pictures and da-da-da. Okay. Yeah, cool. No problem. So I go back. I go to sleep. And I'm thinking the whole ride home, the whole flight home, like the hour flight home. My I wake up hungover, hating my life to start. And then I get on the plane and I'm just like, oh, shit, dude. I am... One million percent getting fired. So, great. Fan-fucking-tastic. I just, I literally just had this job for four or five months, and I'm just about to get fired. Great. Great! Uh, the fact, so, the fact that, the fact that she was just so blasé about it, I was like, yeah, there's, there's no recovery from this. There's no recovering. Uh, but, I... Very much underestimated how bomb my boss was. So he calls me in, comes, I see him come in. I'm like, well, I told, I told uh, Courtney who I was sitting next to, I said, it's been nice working with you. I know I'm getting fired. I already told her what's happened, what happened. So she was laughing at me, having a great, great time at my expense. So he calls me in and says, hey, Let's talk for a minute. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. I guess I can get unemployment for a little while. <laughs> I start thinking, while I'm walking there, I'm like, 
starting to like think of my options of maybe I can hit up this person for this. I ah, maybe you know what this person owes me a favor. Maybe I'll see if they can get me in at Google. You know, um, so I walk in. He sits. He says, "Sit down. Sit down." Like, oh, oh, prepared. Like literally prepared for this. And he said, <laughs> "The best thing I've ever heard in my life." He said. I wanted to be mad, but I was just proud. What happens in Vegas stays there. And that hap- that goes with us as well. What happens in Vegas stays there. Said Unless you didn't wear a condom. And if you didn't wear a condom, then those rules might go out the window. <laughs> I assured him that I did, thankfully. So that, I was, I was never more sure in my life than I was at that moment that I was getting fired for, for that, not even indiscretion. I was, I wasn't on the clock, you know, it's not like I was doing anything inappropriate out in the open and thinking back on it now, they probably wouldn't have fired me for it. It would have maybe, maybe a write up at the worst, but fired. No, not, not even close. So yeah, that was, that was a, a interesting moment. Uh, that was a very that was the first of my very interesting moments working in the webcam business. Actually, the first time I came to Columbia, I had my backpack stolen, which had my laptop and uh, cameras and various other things in it. Uh, that was probably that was my initiation to the webcam business. Uh, but the the Vegas the Vegas uh, Palms Hugh Hefner story. That was the first time that I'd ever done anything crazy in the first of my um, travel experiences in the webcam business. Some not so positive, some very, very negative, and some that have still, that have scarred me to this day. I still think about them to this day. So, yeah, that is, it's, a, it's an interesting, interesting thing. I'll think of some other ones that I can tell. The worst one that haunts me, I can't tell. I can't tell that story. Um, it's it's literally the worst thing that I've ever experienced in my life. And I don't want to go back and relive it. I, I mean, I, can, I think about it enough as it is. So I don't want to go back and relive it for, for anything. Um, yeah, it was not a good time. Very, very, very sketchy and shitty time. So... Don't want to bring the mood of the of the whole thing down. It's not what we're doing here. So, um, yeah. So again, I want to let everybody know. Please send me questions. Send me comments. Didn't have time to talk about cars, so I'm going to put together a list. Um, I'll actually put it on my on my Instagram page. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at the real Steve Hamilton. There's an interesting story about that one, why I had to go to that page. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram at the real Steve Hamilton, and if you're, you can search for me on uh, Facebook. If you're not, if you're listening, you can send me a friend request. Uh, my tag on there is Hollywood Hamilton. Yep, I did. I did. I stole it. I don't care. Or you can send an email to mookcast.podcast at gmail.com. 
So send me a message, send me a text, uh, not a text, don't send me a text. If you know if you know me, you can, I don't care, but I'm not giving up my cell phone number. Go fuck yourself. Uh, send me a message, send me questions, um, comments, you can make fun of me. I should, I've been told by a fair number of people um, that I should question my sexuality. It's been a, that's been interesting. Um, I've, I've learned a lot of stuff about myself thanks to some savage, savage people out there. And I sent you messages back and uh, probably just as savage, I hope. So, all right. Until next time, thank you guys for watching or listening on, uh, on various podcast formats. Thank you. I look forward to next week. I'm going to talk next week. I'm going to lead with the car stuff. So I think what I'm going to talk about, because I already, I already planned it out and everything. Um, I'm going to talk about the 10 supercars, or I say supercars, like the 10 performance cars that you can get for less than the price of a new Toyota Camry. Did I say Camry or Corolla? I don't care. Whatever. Camry. So that's a pretty good list. There's some cars on there that are not very reliable, but they're nice when they're running. Um, and for the people that said to stop being a BMW dick rider, only one of them is a fucking BMW, fucking cunts. Actually, there's there there's one of them is a BMW, and the honorable mentions a BMW. But still, go fuck yourself. Anyhow, yes. Again, with that with that in mind, please go fuck yourselves, and I'll talk to you on next week. I don't know what day yet. Probably probably on Tuesday of next week too. That's my guess. But either way. Bye.